Welcome to the Social Source Podcast. I'm Hayley Hilton, your host and social media coach. If you're finally ready to start showing up on social with confidence, flow, and ease in a way that feels soul-aligned and authentic to you, then you're in the right place. I want to help you become the go-to person in your space to raise your profile and your prices to finally go from solopreneur to the CEO of your business. You ready? Let's get started. Welcome back to The Social Source, guys. I am so glad you are here. So what I have going on right now, if you could see me now, like I have an entire video recording on Zoom because I really want to put this podcast onto YouTube. I have GarageBand, which is recording the audio for this podcast. And then I've tried to set up like an interesting enough background for my YouTube video. And YouTube is a channel that I don't know, I've been so intimidated by in the past. I think it's because there's so much incredibly talented like videographers and filmmakers and vloggers that do beautiful videos on there that it was a channel like that I just, I just didn't really consider. And this goes back to the mindset around perfection, right? And thinking that we have to show up on a channel in the most perfect, all figured out way. I'm going to create content in the best way that I can, in the most efficient way that I can, and then I'm going to upload it to YouTube. And that's where this podcast is going to sit as well. So if you prefer to watch a podcast, hello, (laughs) I'm getting used to seeing myself on camera and the audio recording at the same time. It's quite a lot, but we're getting there. And the thing about YouTube, just to let you know, like, if you haven't thought about it, it's a very powerful channel because what it allows you to do is it allows you to create one piece of content that is going to live longer than it would on Instagram or TikTok or any of the other platforms where it feels like you're on this hamster wheel of content creation and you're constantly having to update your channel. Whereas on YouTube, you could film a video and you upload it and somebody might find it in five years time And if your topic is timeless, they can consume that video, get to know, like, and trust you through that content, find you on other channels. You know, even a YouTube video can be selling for you while you're off doing something else. So this is what we call evergreen content, which is like a podcast, a YouTube video, or a blog. It's evergreen because, you know, people might search for it on Google and your content can come up versus a post that you did on Instagram that kind of like, you know, falls further down in your timeline. So we're on YouTube. Yeah, I have a whole of 10 subscribers on YouTube and it's brand new for me. So going to be getting into it and I'll just be sharing like some of the lessons, any learnings with you guys here. But if you want to grow a podcast, one of the best ways to do that is social media marketing, like just putting clips of your podcast out online. So now what I can do is I take this full video, upload it to YouTube, and then I take a couple of clips, like one minute clips, two minute clips, I put it on TikTok, I put it on Instagram Reels, put it on Instagram Stories. And this goes back to something that I've spoken about before, which is the hero content strategy. Having your 
in-depth content and then, you know, creating smaller micro bites from that. So that's where we're at with the podcast. And something else I wanted to share with you guys is last night, yesterday was a crazy day, actually. Yesterday was a crazy day. It was raining in Dubai, which never happens. So like, it's the most exciting (laughs) or most excited you'll ever get about rain. There's something about Dubai that'll make you so grateful for rain. You'll never look at rain the same way again. So I went out for a run in the rain and then I came back and I did this whole like restructuring of my business, which I want to share on another episode. I really want to like break down the thinking behind structuring out my digital products to build really a self-sustaining business, something that can run and is bringing in consistent income because right now, you know, I'll launch a course here and there and that's not always consistent income. So I'm working out and restructuring the entire business and that's something that I'm going to share and break down with you guys in the next episode, episode 46. Yeah, so we went for a run in the rain, did this whole like structuring out and mind mapping of the business and then I had a woman's circle that I'd had like booked in a few months ago and It was like, I don't know if you've ever done a woman's circle, but highly, highly recommend it. A woman's circle is, oh, it like gives me goosebumps thinking about it because sometimes we feel like we're going through these things and we feel like it's so unique to us, like we're going through this thing. And when you sit in these circles with women and everybody like shares their thing, you're literally looking around at each other going, Like, oh, this is like, we're all in this together. Like we all feel the same way. And one of the biggest topics that came up in the session was around using your voice and like, oh, wait, I need to take a sip of my blueberry smoothie. Mm. Using your voice, like the feminine voice has been held back for so many years that it's so normal that even us today like feel that deeply there's also something called the witch wound i don't know if you guys have heard about the witch wound but that's basically the idea that women that were using their voice back in the day and were ever god forbid talking about something spiritual or manifestation they were literally burned at a stake right and all of this stuff is in our DNA somewhere like it's deeply deeply rooted stuff that whether we realize it or not like we carry it and we were talking about how when you're on a healing journey and when you are healing yourself there's a ripple effect of that and that spans it goes seven generations ahead of you and it goes seven generations like behind you So when you're healing, it's actually having this massive ripple effect of generations of women in your lineage and like changing the DNA. And a really healing way is to use your voice and speak your truth. And sometimes like when we feel blocked or like we feel a knot in our throat, 
it's often also related to your heart. Like your heart may, you know, not be open. And when our heart is fully open, it actually helps like your voice flow. So we went deep. Yeah, like soul deep healing. It was incredible. And then because I'm in this mastermind that's like based in the US, I had a call at 11 p.m. till 12.30. So I did my mastermind and then I had to like just, you know, chill out after all of that. So I watched Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. I don't know if you guys are watching that show, but it is underrated. It is so good. I didn't like season one. Forget about season one. But the rest of the seasons... Oh my God, like you're basically watching people like on their healing journey. I don't know. I love it. It's just a great way to relax. So I got to bed at like 2 a.m. last night and here we are. Here we are. Now, I haven't even spoken about what this episode is about and I have zero notes on this because this is coming straight through. This is like mm, coming from... (laughs) the heart we've opened up the throat chakra so we are just speaking truth so in this episode i wanted to talk to you about the biggest mindset shift i had around money and i know money is such a oof triggering and scary topic and if it is triggering and you don't feel ready to talk about it please skip this episode come back next week. But if you feel like maybe that's a reason to actually stay and listen and explore where that's coming from, this might be the episode for you. So I encourage you to stay. I know that for me, it was a topic I was running away from for so long. I didn't want to talk about money. I didn't want to look at it. I didn't want to look at my bank account. I didn't want to talk about raises with bosses Ugh, like the topic was heavy. And now I've come around almost like full circle to really understanding something that I'd heard spoken about a lot in manifestation, but it never actually landed for me. Like it took a long time and I can say like now, like now it's landed. Now I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I feel what that's supposed to feel like. And there's still a long way to go, a long way to go. But there's a realization that I want to talk about that has been just the biggest shift in this whole process. Because when I started also with my business and I started joining, you know, like online courses and started following other businesswomen, what I noticed was they would celebrate every little win. And they would be like, I have a new client. I signed one client today. And they'd be celebrating it. Or they'd be talking about like how they just made $1,000 or $100. And... First of all, I was nowhere near ready to even talking about money at all when I saw this. But also I was like, wow, they they celebrate a lot. Like, I don't think, first of all, 
if I didn't, I don't think I've celebrated inside my business, like just me alone. I don't think I've celebrated these kind of wins and I've never done it publicly. Like I wouldn't even think about doing it publicly because when I started to look and ask why, it was because whenever I looked at my results, whenever I looked at like how many clients signed up for a program, how much money I had in the bank, when I looked at it, it was hard to look at because the thinking was, it's not enough. I know I'm capable of more. And this is just reminding me that it's not enough. Like I don't have enough. It's not worthy of celebrating. And one day when I hit X amount, when I have a thousand people joining my programs, when I have X da da, then I will celebrate. When I have reached or hit this revenue goal, then I will go on the most amazing vacation. Then I will relax. Then I will feel secure. I was like in this perpetual waiting zone, you know, like when I have X, I will feel this way. And that was my story for a long time. And there was actually something that came up recently, like just a memory that popped in my head, where I was remembering how on our birthdays, my dad's mom, so my grandmother, used to make this big deal around calling us in and saying, you know, come here, I have something for you. And, you know, she would get like ready to present this gift and she would make me put up my hand and in my hand, she would put a five rand, okay? And like five South African rand, first of all, now it's like maybe one dirham. So it's like five rand. And at the time, even then, you couldn't buy much with five rand, okay? It was, it's, a, it's like giving somebody one dollar. So she gave me this five rand and she made a really big deal about it and she closed my hand around it and made the ceremony out of it and said, there you go, you know, like here's a gift for you. And I remember my brother and I almost like, you know, like giggling about it, like, okay, granny, thanks so much. Like I'm gonna go buy, you know, a suite with this amount of money. And it was just kind of like a dismissive attitude to it. And now thinking back, this is actually the perfect analogy for what I want to talk about today. And this massive like aha moment and shift. And it's something that we can also, we can talk about it and we can understand it in theory, but where this really, really, really has to land is in your body. Like we can say we are so abundant, we have so much money, everything is good. But then if you go to buy something and your stomach squeezes up or tightens up, that's not an abundant vibe, right? Like an abundant vibe is 
you believe that money flows through you. So you spend money easily, like it comes, you know, just flows out because you believe it's coming back to you. And money flows in and money flows out and it's easy and your stomach and your body and your nervous system is good with it. It's just, it's relaxed, it's chilled. But when money feels like tense or scarce, like we might lose it all or we don't have enough or we'll never have enough, then watch how your body physically reacts to spending money, especially spending large amounts of money. Or even, this is a big one, is how it feels to receive How does it feel in your body to receive a lot of money? How does it feel in your body to receive a lot of money for doing something that seemingly felt easy? Like there was no struggle. It wasn't hard. You didn't have to blood, sweat and tears, give, over give, over deliver, give everything you had in exchange for this money. It just came in easily. It was in your bank account and you thought, huh, there it is. How does it feel to receive that? And I know for me that receiving felt hard, like receiving has has felt uncomfortable. So even I had my birthday this weekend and I because I've been doing this work, like I was super, super conscious of this idea because when it was my birthday, I used to like, oh, cringe when people bought a birthday cake out and people gave you presents, people called you. I used to like almost like retract away from it because I felt like I couldn't receive it in full. I couldn't stand there and be like, thank you, thank you. And it's the same with like somebody complimenting you. How does it feel to be complimented? Like, again, I consciously have to be like, okay, be open to receive this. You are open to receive this. Thank you very much. Like, just thank you without making a derogatory comment about yourself, putting yourself down, saying, oh, it only cost me this much, or, oh, this old thing, you know, the things we do. Like, how does it feel to receive? And how does it feel to spend? So when I saw these women who were celebrating their wins online, and even celebrating, like, the smallest win, and I know that I have this huge business, they have much bigger things to celebrate, And there they were celebrating signing one client, having five people join their live, whatever it was, they were celebrating it. And I was like, wow, like I can't imagine celebrating that. And that is it. That is the energy that we want. If we can't celebrate if we can't fully receive and appreciate everything that we have right now, like right now in this moment, nothing changes. If we can't appreciate this, then how do we appreciate anything more? How do we hold anything more. The energy difference is being like in the mindset of things are bad right now 
or things are not enough right now. So I need more money to make it better. Or you can apply this to more of anything. Like I don't have enough love, I need more love. I don't have enough health, I need more health. Whatever like energy you're in, the idea is you're in a space of things are bad. I need more to make it better. When it's better, I will celebrate. When it's better, I will appreciate it. I'll be grateful for it. And that is not how manifestation works. It's about being in the energy right now of like, I'm so grateful for what I have right now. I'm so grateful for every client I have right now. I'm so grateful for the money that is in the bank account or if you have a loan or if you have debt that you can pay it off, that you can pay your bill and being celebrating paying that bill, being like, I paid my bill today. Like I paid my bill this month. I'm paying off that debt. I'm signing that one client. Celebrating that. That lifts your energy and you're like, oh, I'm in it like this vibe of I'm grateful for what I have. And at the same time, I'm excited for what's to come. I'm excited for better. It's really, really like it's easy to talk about in theory, but I promise you like the feeling of it, like the embodiment of it is very important because we have to be able to feel worthy and valuable. It's like you're walking into a room and there's all these incredibly successful people in the room and they may have more success on paper, but we need to be able to walk into the room and feel that level of success, not based on what we've done, but based on who we are. Like, you are already valuable. You are already worthy of taking up space at this table, of holding space and your presence in this room. And this really, like, I mean, if you think about it, even when you're working in a company, you yourself are the thing, the value that is turning, like, effort into money like it's you take you out and it doesn't run the same way you are the value you are the worth that even turns money into wealth you are the abundance that money has been looking for your body feels deeply 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 worthy high sense of self-esteem you know who you are take everything else away strip it all down we don't have the house the car the money like who are you you inherently know you are valuable and that's why I think some people can keep chasing money or have so much you're looking at them and you're going oh my god like you have everything you could ever need how is it you're not still happy? Like, how do you still want more? And that's because they never learned or were never able to see themselves as worthy of it or just to see their worth 
outside of money. So they're always going to be chasing it in order for them to feel more worthy. So there's this great analogy that there's a woman called Melanie Ann Lair, and I did a masterclass with her, and she's made a multi-million dollar business since she started in 2017, and she's built a multi-million dollar business with her and her husband. And she, it's incredible because the way that she teaches is she's basically like, she's very real and she's like, guys, I have it. Like, I did it. I made it. Like, look at this incredible apartment. Like, I, I got the thing that I thought I wanted. And she's like, so now what do you think I do? What do you think I want? She's like, I'm not just sitting here looking at my t-shirts. <laughs> like, I'm not just sitting here looking at my apartment and going, oh, wow. I'm thinking what's next, like what's next. And that's the thing, like it's never going to be this point where you just hit it and you're like, okay, cool. Whew. Now I can relax. Now I have everything I ever needed. You're always going to be looking for more. And if you don't have this like deeply rooted worthiness inside of you, then it's like an endless chase. But how she was describing it is she says, imagine like a meal. And with a meal, you have the substance of the meal. Like you have your steak. You have your piece of steak. Then on your steak, you want to add some seasoning. You want to add some salt, some pepper, some chili. You want to add some seasoning to your steak. But you have the meat. And then the seasoning makes it so much better. And she's like, this is how I see money. I see myself as like, because I've built my value and I know who I am, like I can see that in myself, I already have the meat. I am like the substance. And then, yeah, money is great, but it's basically the seasoning of the meat. And if I didn't have the meat, what would I have? I would have a cupboard full of spices that I can't do anything with. I would have a pile of salt on a plate. Like there would be no substance. And I was like, whoa, holy shit, that's it. I can feel what that would feel like. Yeah, money's great. It's like the seasoning on top. But we have to, first of all, be like, I know I'm the meat. I'm bringing my worth I'm bringing who the F I am to this table just because of who I am. I don't even need to tell you what I've done. Just because of like who I am, the person I am, the values I have, just me being me is enough. And part of getting to this place of feeling this deep sense of like self-worth is by celebrating everything you already are in this moment now nothing added nothing taken away just as you are that's why they say the most powerful sentence is i am like full stop i am that's it that's that's enough anything else is added bonus and when you're in this state and you're like damn i have everything i need I'm so grateful for the roof over my head. I'm so grateful for waking up to another day. 
I'm so grateful for the air I get to breathe. I'm so grateful for, you know, having dinner on the table. I'm so grateful for a bed I can go to sleep in. This is why people talk about gratitude. Because you're putting yourself in a state and an energy of show me how good it gets. Show me how much better it gets. But I know everything I have is already enough. And I celebrate that. And I celebrate every little thing, every little win in business, because I know it's all adding up to also just something so much bigger. Like every little overcoming is adding up to something so much bigger. And even if you were to receive like a huge amount of money and it was dropped into your bank account and you didn't have to do anything for it, it was just there. Or a client was so happy with your work, they just, they paid you more. Or you got your biggest fee but the actual work felt easy for you. Because you do it every day, because it's your gift, it felt really easy, and then you got this huge payment. How does that like feel in your gut? That goes back to the sense that inherently, like deep down, we feel like if I didn't struggle, I don't deserve it. But you don't have to struggle to deserve it. Like you are... You are already deserving. So going back to this idea that like we are born deserving, we are born worthy, we are born valuable. And of course, it gets to come to us easy. This is basically rewriting a very deeply entrenched belief that a lot of women have. If we can rewrite this belief, it has a massive impact on the other women around us as well. Like if we can all come to the table and we're sitting around a table and everyone bought their value, their worth, their belonging to the table, there's no comparison, there's no jealousy, there's no, oh, I need to get closer to her because she's got more success. So I need to, I need to, you know, get some of that. She's in the limelight. I need to get some of that. Like I need, I need, I need, I need. This needy energy, this not enoughness is this energy that we're putting out. And like attracts like. So if we're looking around at our reality and we're like, I think I should have more than this. Like, I feel like I deserve more than this. I feel like I'm capable of more than this. Then we have to come back to like how we feel right now and celebrate everything that we are now. So this is a feeling in our body and this is something that I'm really, really starting to pay attention to and start to get into a habit, like a pattern, a new pattern of thinking, rewriting this new belief into I am enough and anything else is just better. Anything else is just better. And celebrating every little win along the way. So you can share that on social media, you can write it in your journal, you can tell someone about it. That's the biggest mindset shift and the biggest like manifestation understanding that I've come to and that I've seen working in business with other women. So you as you are, are everything. Everything else is just the seasoning on top. Thank you so much for listening. And if there's somebody that you feel like needs to hear this, please share this episode. 
Thank you guys. Love you. And I'll see you next time.